Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie TPFL and Company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It is Tuesday. It is June 4th. It's 2019, and we have 15 baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my good buddy, Will Chief Justice 06. How are you doing, my friend? Doing great, man. Uh, looks like we've got a, our Monday on a Tuesday this week, and uh, this slate, I mean, I think this has to be one of the most interesting uh, baseball slates for a Monday we, we've had on yesterday, so... <clears throat> Definitely ready to get this ready to get this thing broken down. I'm excited, and uh, I think we'll have some nuggets that that we can give the people today. Yes, sir. A lot to talk about after a pretty small slate yesterday. So, ready to jump in. Before we do that, if you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there. Check them out as fantasydraft.com. Sign up through the Rotogrinders links, and we get access to any cool promos that we run with Fantasy Draft, and uh, you get three months of Rotogrinders Premium for Fantasy Draft when you sign up through the links. So if you haven't checked them out, check them out. Ton of stuff going on over there. Uh, we're just gonna jump right in. We got a lot to talk about. Fifteen games. Uh, we start with Atlanta at Pittsburgh. Nine total. Max Freed against Stephen Brault. Uh, you know, Freed's a one fifty four favorite here. Will and I was kind of thrown off by this total. Um, I, I think it's a little high. Uh, I, I do like Max Freed here. What's your thoughts on the young lefty? Yeah, I, I like him, uh, especially for the price. That and that, that's I think you know something that I'm, I'm definitely going to consider today on two pitcher sites. One pitcher sites, not as much. Uh, I feel like I, you know, I'm going to try to take guys that I know can get me to the promised land and, and, and hopefully start me out with a nice floor. And I'm not saying free can't do that. Uh, he's pitched pretty well most of the year. So, you know, um, K rate isn't huge, but the X fib is there. And, you know, um, you know, we've got a, a low ISO team, something we kind of always talk about. So uh, free's definitely not a top option for me today. But but I don't hate him at SP two, especially on DK. He's he's right in range with a couple of guys that I probably wouldn't play, like Dylan Bundy, uh, you know Hoffman. So I, I I like him in that regard. Oh, I love the price. The price is fantastic today. Seventy eight hundred against a team that um, you know it's just one of these one of these spots where Pittsburgh's been one of the worst teams in baseball this season against left handed pitching. Freed. All the advanced numbers tell us that he's been pitching really well. Um, you know, he's obviously been running a little unlucky. He's giving up a lot of hard contact, which is not good. But when we look at a team that has almost everybody in the starting lineup under, under uh, over, I mean, over 45% ground ball rate, um, you know, we're just expecting a lot of ground balls, you know, facing a, a pitcher that gets more ground balls. So, I think it's a really good spot for Freed. I think that uh, the price is certainly fantastic. And like I said, I think he's certainly somebody I'm considering for SP2. Steven Braun on the other side of this game, any interest, interest here? No. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, you know, looking at the Atlanta bats, I think this is a great spot to look at Atlanta. You know, Acuna, Swanson, you know, probably my two favorites. Riley right up there as well. Um, yeah. What are we looking at here for Atlanta? 
Yeah, man. I mean, I, I think we're looking at several of these guys, and I know that um, you say you thought maybe this this line was off a bit, but listen, man, Stephen Brault's been pretty bad here, uh, and, and he's kind of get, gotten lit up most games. Not not necessarily every game, but most games. And uh, so so anyway, I, I'm thoroughly interested in, in, in Freeman. You know, I know they're out there in. Um, in Pittsburgh, and I know Pittsburgh isn't necessarily a hitter's par, but man, when you got a guy giving up 57.1% hard contact and 42.9% hard contact this season, uh, and then then you take a look at it combined, uh, and, and, and nothing's really changed too much in, in my opinion. Um, not not as much hard contact, but still, you know, the guys 291 Woba, 369 Woba. Uh, I, I like him here, uh, and, and something is out of definitely out of whack this season. So I, uh, I I am thoroughly interested in my Braves here, and Freddie Freeman is is my top option. Yep, I certainly like the Braves a lot. I, I just just looking over, you know, pricing a little bit here. Um, you know, I never look at pricing before we jump in, and man, DraftKings price these guys up a ton. Uh, but one guy that you know stands out to me if he cracks the lineup is Camargo. He's really good against left-handed pitching, and he's really cheap. Uh, so if he gets a if he if he draws a start here, you know he's certainly interesting at 3,200. Braves coming off an off day, so obviously they're going to have to sit one of their regulars if he's not if he's going to be in there. So um, Pittsburgh bats, anything standing out to you here for Pittsburgh? Um, you know, I mean, look, they they've got two guys uh, here that. That, that have the ISO numbers. Um, and I mean, this season, man, and, and this is why I, I like to look at this season's numbers sometimes because they can really show you what's happening this, obviously this season and look no further than Josh Bell. Is the K rate there? Absolutely. Uh, not as strong against lefties as righties, but I mean, man, the guy's been on fire. 293 ISO, 381 Woba. K rate's up. But uh, everything else is is still rolling, man. So, uh, you know, I I don't mind a little bit of Josh Bell in this scenario, just because you know he's he's been hitting well all season. Yep, I don't mind Bell. I don't mind Reynolds. I still worry about how much they hit the ball on the ground. Like Reynolds, when you're looking at you know, if you're just looking at his woba, it looks like it's a you know a great spot for him. But you do you start digging into the advanced numbers on Reynolds, yeah. and um, you know you see the dude has a, a 542 BABIP. So a lot of these numbers are going to regress a little bit. So I'm going to probably stay away from the Pittsburgh bats here. I like Max Fried a lot. Um, moving on, White Sox Nationals eight and a half total. Renardo Lopez, Steven Strasburg. Any interest here, in Renardo Lopez? No. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, there are going to be certain times that I think you can play Renardo Lopez. I don't think this is one of them. And I think Strasburg being a 260 favorite tells us a lot here. Um, I've played him one time this season, Stevie. Uh, yeah. Ronaldo Lopez. And ironically, that's the one game I think he went on for like 70 fantasy points or whatever it was. Happened to have him that day. Listen, I, 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 I earned all I need to earn off Ronaldo Lopez in that day. No way I play him again. <laughs> I played him in both those Detroit starts. I also played him against Toronto a couple weeks ago, and you know, that didn't go well. So, 
Um, as far as Steven Strasburg goes here, you know, obviously he's facing a team that strikes out a ton against right-handed pitching, 25.2% for the starting lineup. Moncada, Abreu, really the power bats here. You know, Jimenez and Anderson as well, but those guys are just striking out at really high clips. Um, what are we doing here with Steven Strasburg? I think you play him. Uh, you know, I, I think he's one of, one of the top options. Now, you know, it's but it's one of those days, man, where, you know, you're, you're going to have to pay to play if you want to play a guy like Strasburg because of so much offense, man. And, you know, this is something that, you know, uh, you know, me and me and uh, Brett talked about over the weekend, just the fact that offense is winning slates right now. And even on a slate like today um, where you've got a guy – and, and, and Walker, Walker Bueller, a slate from yesterday. I mean, the guy pretty much went off. I mean, 11 Ks through eight innings. Um, and, and even on a small slate, you know, with, with the clip that guys are scoring runs, on, on big slates, you're definitely going to need the offense. So I, I like Strasburg. Definitely a top option. Can I fit him in? I'm just not sure. Yep. I think he's a great option. It just comes down to price. I think that's you know, definitely something we got to consider here. And I think there's three or four guys that are studs on the slate um, that you can pay up for. And uh, obviously he's certainly one of them. Uh, any White Sox bats that you like here? No, I'm just, I'm going to pass, man. Uh, big slate today. Uh, I, I can be very picky and I am. So I'm, I'm just going to fade this team. K rates are too high. Uh, as far as the Washington bats, well, I really like this three-man. You know, Rendon, Soto, Adams, I think it's a really solid three-man, even on a big slate like this. I, I think that's where I, you know, get most of my exposure to Washington. Yeah, uh, I'm hoping they don't let me down. Um, man, Washington has been a thorn in my side this season. Uh, I play them, they score three runs. I fade them, they score ten. It's just... I, I don't know. I haven't gotten them right. Um, but, you know, obviously, Ronaldo Lopez is definitely a get-right spot. And I'm with you, man. Really, Stevie, it, it, as long as Washington's facing facing bad to mediocre pitchers, three, four, five, you know, I, I think they're going to be in play almost every day. These guys, are, you know, they'll be hitting on any mediocre pitcher. So love that. All right, uh, moving on. Yankees and the Blue Jays, nine total here. We got Tanaka against Richard. Tanaka's a 186 favorite. Uh, any interest here in Tanaka? Yeah, I like Tanaka today. He's on the list, uh, especially, you know, with, with the mid-range pricing. Uh, you know, if you look on FanDuel, I mean, Tanaka is – wait a minute. I missed him. I passed him here. He's 9,200. I think it's fair, uh, even in this range. And I know there's some guys in this range – that maybe we like a little bit more, but he's on the list, man. I think you have to consider him in this spot. And then on DK, when he's 9,300, tons of interest. Uh, you know, against a team that, that, you know, looking at the numbers here, they've been striking out at a pretty high clip, especially this season. Not the whole team, but, I mean, man, you know, the projected lineup, three on down, everybody's over 20%. Uh, really like him here. Uh, you, you, you know he's going to try to bury this team. Um, with with the slider, and uh, I just I, I think this is really one of the best teams he could ask for uh, in, in terms of that. The contact numbers uh, this season on sliders, 
not, nothing special. Uh, you know, a lot of guys in the 50 and 60% range. Uh, only guy above 80% by a touch is Eric Sogard. Uh, so I, I really like uh, Tanaka. He's one of my favorites in the mid-range. Yeah, I like Tanaka a lot. Um, you know, you touched on the sliders. We've touched on it so many times over the last couple of years. This team just really struggles with sliders. And, you know, even Vlad, ever since he's gotten called up, you know, very small sample, but he's even struggled with sliders. So Tanaka being able to throw a bunch of junk at this team, I think is really, you know, good for his price. Uh, so I like the price a lot. 9,300 is certainly, you know, very fair for Tanaka here against Toronto. Clayton Richard on the other side of this game, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a hard pass to him. We've only seen him a couple times this year, but you know he's just been terrible, and you know it's just kind of what we saw last year: pitch to contact, hope he keeps it in the ballpark and keeps it on the ground. Yep, uh, he's gonna get a big fat no from me on this slate for sure. Uh, what are we looking at here as far as the Yankees batters go? Well, man, I, this is something I talked about over the weekend, man, and. This this guy does not have the sexy name. He's never going to seem like the sexy play. But all the guy does is get fantasy points, Stevie. At this point, DJ LeMahieu is on my list for the rest of the season. It's similar to what he did at a spot in a spot where typically you're not getting as many fantasy points as other positions. I, I, I'm always going to look to DJ LeMahieu for my on, on FanDuel. 12 to 15 points and on DK, you know, so, somewhere around the same, my eight to 12, whatever. I, I just think, you know, for this team, he's kind of a staple right now when, when stacking the Yankees, you just play him. He's got tons of uh, uh, run potential and RBI potential, depending on the matchup. He's actually my favorite Yankee today. Uh, obviously, you got Gary the Goat, but you got to pay for Gary the Goat. Uh, if you if you want to pay up for him uh, at 5400 on this slate, be my guest. I, I don't think that's the direction I'm going. But DJ LeMayhew at 4600, man, I just wanted to give him a plug today. By far, one of my favorite Yankees on the slate. I love the Yankees in general today. I think it's a great day to pay up for Sanchez, and I hate paying up for catcher. Him and Luke Voigt are really, really expensive on this slate, but they're massive fly ball hitters against a massive ground ball pitcher. They profile really well against sinkers as well, which we know Clayton Richard throws a ton of. So those guys, Torres is another guy that I really like. I know Hicks has not been hitting lefties to start the season, but not I'm, not letting a, I'm not letting a 22 at bat sample size get me off of Aaron Hicks. He's a guy... At a 252 ISO, 346 Woba against lefties last season, and he's another guy that gets the ball up in the air. So um, I like the Yankees quite a bit today. I think this is a definite team that if I'm running out five teams, I'm going to have at least one Yankees stack today. Um, as far as Toronto goes, there's really not much standing out to me for Toronto. Um, you know, price wise, I don't think anybody is like screaming cheap. Um, you know, Vlad's 3,500, Biggio's 3,400. Um, but yeah, I don't really see anything else. Like smoke's probably my favorite play and I'm, I'm not paying up for smoke on the slate. Yeah, man. Uh, listen, I, I'm, I'm just not playing any of these guys. I will be selective, very selective and they are off the list for sure. Tampa Bay, Detroit Tigers, Blake Snell, Ryan Carpenter, eight and a half total here. Snell's a two thirty-five favorite. Uh, what are we doing here with Blake Snell against Detroit? <laughs> 
Man, same scenario. And Snell, Snell is on the list uh, in an elite spot here um, against this Detroit team. Oh, boy, I mean, if I could play two studs today, I would, man. Because, I mean, I think you've got two studs that are going over 30 on DK and and in that 60 to 70 range on FanDuel. I think so. Uh, really love Snell. This team is striking out a ton as they have for the past few seasons. Uh, so I, I'm really excited. Like what he's bringing to the table. Uh, past two seasons combined on Snell, 32.4% K rate, 3.1 XFIP. Uh, you know, just 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 pitching phenomenally, man. Had, had a rough start to the season, uh, gave up a few runs, was hurt, has come back and has been pretty well. Didn't pitch as well in his last start, but who cares? The guy's just been pitching great, man. So uh, I don't see anybody on this team uh, that, that's going to do anything against Blake Snell here. Uh Contact rates are very low, so I'm really excited to play him. Yep. Um, obviously, I think Miguel Cabrera is probably going to be uh, – he might be back here, but he's been a guy that's been dealing with a little bit of a knee injury, so that obviously helps Snell as well. I know Miggy is not like the power guy that he once was, but he's still very good at baseball, and he's a guy that doesn't strike out that much. So, you know, obviously that would help Snell. I like Snell a lot. You know, I think you can group a lot of these guys up at the top together. You can get up to him. You get up to him. Ryan Carpenter on the other side of this game, I'm going to give him a hard pass. I know Tampa strikes out a ton against left-handed pitching, but this guy has been absolutely awful. Um, I hate looking at small sample sizes. 390 Woba, 328 ISO, 15.7% strikeout rate against righties this season, and the ball's coming off the bat over 50% of the time over 90 miles, 95 miles an hour this season to lefties and righties. Um, he's a hard pass for me. Yeah, definitely not paying Carpenter. He's going to get my next no of the day. Uh, love Tampa here. I think they're a great stack. We got to see if Garcia and Fam are back in the lineup. They're kind of banged up over the weekend. Um, so we'll have to see if an extra day off gave gives them guys uh, time to get healthy and back in the lineup here. But, man, like Diaz, uh, just all the, all the Rays stand out to me. But Diaz stands out the most at 4,400. Yeah, man, I, I like him today. Uh, you know, I, I think obviously this is a top tier team on the slate, and with the way ownership is going to be spread out today, I, I know they've got a five point two one implied total, and so will will teams or will will some people play them? Yeah, but I, I just don't think Tampa Bay is as popular as the Yankees, so. You know, and I'm not worried about ownership, but still, like, you know, sentiment or, or, or player sentiment in, in terms of the DFS player, we're just not big Rays fans in terms of stacking. Uh, and, and I think that's a mistake here. Definitely excited to play them, Stevie. I'm with you. Not going to go through everything, but this team top to bottom, despite the K rates that you may see, uh, Carpenter is just not good. The Detroit bullpen is just not good. And uh, I think this is a team that we load up on in this spot. Yeah, and I think a lot of the ownership could go to the Cubs game. We're going to have wind blowing out of Wrigley today. So, you know, obviously we could get a lot of ownership in that game as well. Um, any bats for Detroit here? No, sir. Yeah, I'm going to pass as well. I'm not going to pick on Snell on a 15-game slate. Minnesota at Cleveland, nine total. Devin Smeltzer. Smelt? 
sir. Um, Shane Bieber. Bieber is a 136 favorite. Any interest here in Devin Smeltzer? No, sir. I'm just kidding. I, I, I actually like him a little. Um, I, I actually like him a little. Uh, obviously, he had a really, really, really good start his first time out. Uh, kind of showed us what we felt like he could do. Uh, you know, but I I think he's on the list in terms of, uh, of uh, value play. And one of the reasons why, you know, it's just what he was able to do in the strikeout department. Obviously, we didn't see uh, this in AAA this season. But if you look at the previous seasons, the guy, you know, he, he had a – so you start with the Dodgers. had a 23.1% carry with the Dodgers, 279 in, in single A, 25.7 in, in, in A-plus. And he hit Dodgers again the next season – in, in double A, 18.4, but then the season after that with the Twins, 29.1, 30.6, and then this year in triple A, he was at 15%, uh, you know, so far. But I, I, I think he's, I think he might have some stuff, man, and that's the only reason why I, I would maybe uh, consider him here, especially against a Cleveland team that's kind of struggled this season. Um, but, yeah, but that's about it. Yeah, it's a Cleveland team that's really struggled with left-handed pitching. They're 25th in Team Woba, uh, 20, 24th in Team WRC Plus, I think is what I saw, um, or 25th in WC, WRC Plus as well. So, yeah, I think that obviously he's a guy that I, I really like here. I watched him in his first start. Um, I played Milwaukee Bats against him in that start, and he's a funky delivery, and I don't know if it's something that if you haven't seen him before, which obviously nobody's seen him, you know, in person yet outside of Milwaukee, I think it's going to throw hitters off for at least the first time they go through the order. And something that yeah. I really liked about him, he just threw a ton of strikes. So um, I have interest. And I, and I don't think he's as good as his first start. Let me just, let me just put that out there. But I, I think he'll be fine in this spot. Yep, Cleveland doesn't hit lefties well. So, yeah, I have interest. I worry about the pitch count at the price tag. Yeah, I think that's pitches too, but yep. So that's that's what I'm concerned about. Um, Shane Bieber on the other side of this game. I really don't have interest in Bieber. I do think he's a guy that has massive amount of strikeout upside any start that he is in. But I'm respecting this Twins team more and more. Yeah. Listen, man, I, I I can't play anybody against the Twins, and maybe that's a mistake. But they're they're just now they're one of those teams. They're on the list. I don't care who's pitching against them. This slate is big enough for for us to not have to take Shane Bieber today. And hey, maybe that's a mistake. But but I'm on a side with this team that's been putting together massive amounts of offense against everybody. And I'm with you, man. Just I'm just not going to uh, try to attack this team with Shane Bieber today. Just he's that's the only reason he can just scratch off. Plenty of other guys we can play in better spots. Now, if we start to see like Bieber like three percent owned today, and you're playing 150 teams, I think you get a little exposure. Um, just because the dude does have a 30 percent strikeout rate this season, 14 yeah. percent swinging strike rate, like he has the strikeout ability. So if you're getting really low ownership and on a 15-game slate and you're playing 150 teams, then I think you look at him. But if I'm playing three to five teams, I don't think I end up on a Beaver team today. Um, 
Minnesota Bats, this team's just been phenomenal. Just up and down this whole lineup, it's just been absolutely phenomenal. Um, what are you doing here with the Twins? Man, look, I, I, I don't want to play the Twins today. I, I really, 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 really don't. But, Stevie, you know I'm a big believer in home road splits. And, yeah, I think some of it's a byproduct of where Minnesota plays because it's going to be a little cooler there uh, most times than it is across the country. Um, but, man, Stevie, this team has averaged 6.8 runs on the road this season. You heard me, 6.8. Uh, and so that's something I'm going to give strong consideration to. I don't feel like I need to stack up the twins per se. Maybe I go home run hunting. But when you look at this team up and down, man, Kepler, Polanco, Cruz, I mean, the whole team right now, Steve, in terms of this season, in terms of this season, pretty much have ISOs above 200, right? And then you look at the, the, the last two seasons combined, and pretty much the whole team has an ISO over 200. Power team. Guys are hitting it out of the park. I don't think it's I don't think it's a coincidence. Uh, as much as I love Bieber, I do know Bieber gives up hard contact. And when I was talking about not stacking the twins, I meant because of the size of the slate and the, against the quality of pitcher. But I, I wouldn't stack them straight up. But but I think it's one of those scenarios where if you're playing, you know, like you said, 150. I think if you're playing 50 teams, I think you get a couple twin stacks in there today. Uh, they could definitely be a slate breaker for you if the ball starts flying out of the yard. Yeah, man, they're going to be solo owned. I just wish because they're still tough. They're really tough to stack, so they're going to be really low owned just because they're so expensive. Like, I wish they would have got a little bit of a discount for facing Bieber because nobody's going to play him anyway. But it's really tough to stack them just because of price. You know, we live in a, a salary cap world. And, you know, obviously the price is just tough here. Um, hey, man, I, what, what are you talking about? We, we don't stack them on DK. We stack them on FanDuel. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I would, yeah, sorry. I, my bad. I, I didn't clarify that. I never stack those guys on DK. This is our FanDuel special where the Dodgers are all 5K on DK and you go to FanDuel and they're all 3K and under. I mean, you got some 4K guys, but on FanDuel, they're definitely pretty affordable. Um, any interest in any Cleveland bats here? I just can't, man. I mean, I, I've, I've been, I've been riding the Jose Ramirez train. I, I have, uh, I, I think he's still cheap enough, Stevie, at, at 3,800. I, I really do, but I just, I can't, man. I, I, I've got to draw the line today, and I'm. De this is a team I'm definitely drawing the line with, so th they're off my radar. Not playing. Yeah, I'll keep playing Jordan Luplo. Um, I know I talk about him every time he faces a lefty, but dude has seven home runs on the season, and all seven of them come against left-handed pitching. He's been terrible against righties, but he's been really good against lefties. The numbers have been fantastic. You know, 196 WRC plus against left-handed pitching this season, 490 ISO, 487 WOBA. Um, I know it's still a small sample, but 50 – only 9.1% soft contact against lefties with a 91.9 average exit velocity. So Jordan Luplo, 4,200. He's probably cheap on FanDuel, uh, always is. Um, is a guy that I'll just keep playing against lefties. 
I agree with you. I don't think Smeltzer is as good as his first start. I do think he's going to throw a lot of strikes. And a guy like Luplo is certainly somebody that I don't mind playing here in tournaments. Uh, Giants and Mets, battle of the pitchers here. We got Madison Bumgarner and Noah Syndergaard. Um, Syndergaard a 150 favorite. Any interest here in Madison Bumgarner? Oh, boy. Gosh. I think I have to have some interest. I, I still don't trust the Mets. I, I don't care. They're, they're, they stink, Stevie. I mean, really. They're getting healthy. I, Finally starting to get healthy. I will say that. Very true. But until they prove to me they can string together some wins, they stink. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I like Bumgarner here. Um, you know, really the past two seasons – most of these guys have, have, have struggled here. Now, listen, Alonzo doesn't have as many plate appearances as, as most of these guys. Like, you know, Rosario's got a fair amount. Uh, you know, Cano, obviously, he sat out a, l- a little bit last season and, and this season, but he, he's got enough. Conforto, obviously. I mean, this team, the K-rates are up there, man. Now, we'll, we'll, we'll Wilson Ramos, and we'll get to that. Never mind. I'll, I'll cut that off until we come back to the Mets bats. But I've got, I've, got, I've got interest in Bumgarner. Uh, I think if I think for me, if I'm trying to go double mid range, I think that's kind of how he fits the build. I definitely would not play him uh, on a one pitcher site uh, today. But in, in terms of two pitcher sites, I think he's in play. Yep, uh, I'm kind of right there. I don't, I don't hate it. I don't love it. Um, I don't love this game. I, I, I just want to fade this entire game, um, to be honest. But. Noah Syndergaard on the other side of this game, I know he's been struggling. Um, you know, I talked mm-hmm. about it in his last start. Dug, dug into some research on, you know, Noah Syndergaard and his slider, you know, just not as – this miles an hour is like two miles an hour down and the spins down a little bit on Syndergaard's slider, and that's like his big-time go-to strikeout pitch. Well, I know he's been struggling. faces one of the worst teams in baseball here. Do you play Thor or do you continue to ride? Something's wrong with him. I'm not playing Thor today. He's burned me enough. All right. Um, <laughs> I kind of kind of taking the same stance like with Bumgarner here. Like, you know, for Syndergaard, if I end up on like if I end up on like a Tanaka Syndergaard team, I'm not going to hate it, uh, to be honest. It's just. I don't love it. Um, I just, man, I I'm struggling to play him. But this team is just very. This team stinks, man. This team's not good. I yeah, kind of on the fence. Um, any man, Giants bats that you like here? Man, you know I I, I can't play the Giants bats, Stevie. Now that, that now listen, I, I don't like Thor, but I, I can't I, I can't play the Giants bats. I just. I, I can't do it. This isn't Baltimore. This is this this is City Field. So I not playing the Giants, not playing Thor. I, I think we've come to the general consensus, man, that we're just scratching this game off the list. This is a 14 game slate. Don't mind taking a shot on Brandon Belt. Still under 4K. He's the only guy that I think I'd play here because he doesn't strike out that often and he has the pop to hit a home run. He's the only guy that I think I'd play. On the Mets side of things, I potentially would take a shot on Rosario or Alonzo, but there's a good chance that I don't play anybody from this game. Yeah, man. Look, I, I, I'm with you, Stevie. I'm just 
I think I'm just not touching this game, man. And, and, and I think that's going to be the approach. I, I, I like that approach today. I'm all about turning a 15-game slate into a 10-game slate. What better way to do it than to just totally scratch this game off? So, I, you know, I, I'm with you, man. I, I like that approach today. I'm, this is a, a complete, complete scratch-off. Miami at Milwaukee, nine total. Pablo Lopez, Chase Anderson. Anderson, a 178 favorite here. Pablo Lopez, uh, any interest here? No. I don't mind Pablo Lopez in general. I think he's a lot better real-life pitcher than he is DFS pitcher. Uh, his advanced stats are really good. Used him in his last start against San Francisco. Will not be using him in his start here against Milwaukee. Um, there's going to be spots where I use him this year. He's a guy that gets a ton of ground balls. He's been really, really solid. Um, you know, his his Sierra and XFIP are way lower than his ERA. Just not the right yeah. spot here facing Milwaukee. Uh, Chase Anderson, do we expect Chase Anderson to be popular here um, going up against Miami as a, as a big-time favorite in the 7K range? Yeah, I, I think he will be, man. I, I think he will be popular, and uh, I, I I totally get it, but I, I'm, I'm not all in on Chase Anderson today. I can tell you that. Uh, I, I think, you know, with the hitting conditions, and this is something I, I like to bring up from time to time, you know, if both teams are in equally good hitting conditions, I don't care that one team is more superior on the offensive end. Both teams have an equal shot at putting together a quality performance, and Chase Anderson is no Steven Strasburg today. Does he have a shot to put together a great game? Yes, yes, yes. Do I have to play him? No, I do not. And so I, I, I'm actually on the fence about Chase Anderson today. I, I think you know he could easily put up like, and this is this is for the game log watchers out there. He's had a mixed bag of results. Uh, you know, six, eighteen, negative four. I was against the Angels. Seven, six, twenty-three, seven, eleven. I, I don't think I need Chase Anderson today. With, with 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 such a mixed bag of results. I think there are other guys in this range. We talked about Freed. Uh, we're going to get to Erod. We talked about Smeltzer. You know, I just – I don't think I need to play Chase Anderson today. Um, I will say that his first five appearances this year were out of the bullpen. He's only had five starts this year. So you got to look at the last five games. He's only allowed one home run in his five starts. I think that's something that's definitely phenomenal when he's facing a Miami's team. Um, has a little bit of strikeout upside. The biggest issue with Chase Anderson every time he takes the hill is his walks. And outside of Granderson and Anderson, Granderson and Anderson, those are the two guys that I worry about walking a lot. I think that Chase Anderson's fine here. Um I don't know which of these cheap pitchers I'm going to play in cash games, but I can guarantee you it's probably going to be Anderson or Freed um, as my SP2 today. I just don't know which one I want to play. I I'm just going to take it, Will. I if I can get one of these cheap guys that can load up on some extra bats, um, I'll have some exposure to Chase Anderson on DraftKings. On FanDuel, probably not. Uh, I think this is a two-pitcher site thing. Fantasy Draft, DraftKings, that's where I'd get my exposure to Chase Anderson um, Will, any Miami bats standing out to you here? Uh, 
so here's the thing, not not in particular, um, but I, I I've just learned my lesson, man, with these hidden environments, and, and it's it's come back to bite me several times this season. I think honestly, here, here's a crazy recommendation. It sounds crazy right now. I, I think if you're playing Miami t- today, I think you stack them. I don't even think you go one off here. I th- I think you stack the Miami Marlins if you think. Chase Anderson is going to put up a crappy performance. If you're a believer in, in, in the hitting environment scenario and you think the Miami Marlins have a, have a shot to get you there, I think this is a team you use to load up on pitching and, and play some of the bats. So that, that's kind of where I'm at. Are, are they priced up some a little bit? But you still got Starlin Castro at 3,200. You still got Brian Anderson at 3,800. Uh, you know, th- there's enough value here to where if you say, you know what, I want to play two studs, I think this is the team you do it with. Yeah, fair enough. I completely don't disagree with that. Um, you know, looking at the other side of this game, the Brewer side of things, uh, I think it's, you know, certainly interesting to note that, like, they're really expensive here. Um, so, you know, maybe they go a little lower owned because of their price. Pablo Lopez isn't a guy that typically gets shelled. Um, one of my favorite value plays on the entire slate um, is Travis Shaw. He's expected to be activated from the IL today. He's $2,500 on DK. Hopefully that wrist issue that put him on the IL is the same issue that like just the reason that he's been, you know, kind of slumping, um, you know, but he, he got some work in AAA. Um, after, you know, rehabbing here, um, being on the IL. So I think that's something that is certainly to note as well. Uh, he's been playing pretty much every day in AAA um, since he went on the IL. So, you know, just, you know, rehabbing. And, you know, so obviously that's good. You know, I want him to get at bats. I want this wrist thing to be over with. And uh, the fact that Shaw is 2500 here is just ridiculously cheap. What are you doing with the Brewers? Yeah, man, d- definitely a stack spot for me. Um, love them in this spot here. Love the hitting conditions. And I- I'm with you. I mean, if I'm going to play this team, I'm going to stack this team as well. Uh, you know, top to bottom, Yelich. And, and you know, Lorenzo came man, look, I-, I know he's not, you know, so- a-, a fly ball guy, but I, I still like Kane here. I, I still think that-, that-, that he's a guy that-, that you could plug in in this spot. Not as expensive. As the other guys, he's 4,400, you know. Uh, look, Ben Gamble's 41, if that tells you anything. So I I, I wouldn't try to go out of my way to fade uh, Kane. Uh, and like you said, man, if you, getting in, being able to plug in Travis Shaw in this stack for 2,500, barring he's played tomorrow, I think really helps out what you can do with this team. So uh, I like it. Yasmani, I, I don't like the price on Yasmani today at 5,200. But I think if I think this is a team you can utilize with, with a little bit of leverage, um, because you got to think they aren't going to get you know a whole lot of ownership today at these prices. Colorado at Chicago taking on the Cubs. Jeff Hoffman, Kyle Hendricks, no total in this one. Uh, wind expected to be blowing out to center field around twelve to fourteen miles an hour. Um, really have to rely on Kevin Roth uh, to you know get an idea, look at weather edge. Um, I have zero interest in Jeff Hoffman. Do you have any interest here? No. Um, any interest in Kyle Hendricks on the other side of this game? No. 
Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I don't like playing pitchers in Wrigley when the wind's blowing out, and I feel like there's no way I'm playing Kyle Hendricks at 9,500. I would play Tanaka, Syndergaard, and Bieber before I would even consider Kyle Hendricks today with the wind <laughs> blowing out in Wrigley. And, oh, I'm with you. And, you know, so um, I like the bats here. I expect them to be popular. What are we doing with the Rockies? Oh, boy. You know, so they've been playing really well, man. Bottom line. As a result, they're priced up. And they, and they get a win game today. This is basically a home away from home in this type of hitting conditions. Uh, despite despite the uh, the altitude not being there, it's probably going to be almost better hitting conditions because if any ball gets hit up in the air with the amount of power that these guys hit with uh, at Colorado, it, it's going to leave the yard. So, uh, you know, you got. I think you have to like these guys – and you know, you guys know how I feel. I don't. I don't like playing them at Coors. I don't like these prices today either. So, um, I think you know, if, if we're going to squeeze in some of these guys at these prices, you know, we're going to have to have pitchers in the mid range or, or low range, and that's what I don't like about the slate. There's a big contrast between your stud hit, your stud pitchers, uh, and, and your stud offenses today. So obviously they're in play, but but I don't like the prices. I think there is ways you can get exposure to both sides of this game uh, without them being like super expensive. Um, so I think those are the bats that I'm going to end up on more than anything else. But I, I certainly think that, you know, getting any bat to this game you want, like Javier Baez at 4,600 really stands out to me. Um, you know, not in that 5K range. So I, I really like the price on Baez. I think he's a guy I'm certainly going to be looking at. Um, Schwarber, David Dahl, um, Daniel Murphy, these guys in the low fours, um, just to get exposure to this game. Um, I, I definitely like the Cubs side more than I like the Rockies side, but I, I agree with you. The Rockies have been rolling. They got to, you know, Chicago day early. They had a day off. Uh, so, you know, they were able to probably take some BP today. Um, I think this is a great spot to load up on the Cubs bats too. Uh, Jeff Hoffman's really struggled with righties and lefties. His strikeout rate's better against lefties. Um, but yeah, this is a spot that I really like the Cubs. I think you can play all these guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I like both sides of the game, man. You know, win game in Wrigley, we've seen this before. Um, I will say this, though. This is a game I, I, I want to see some ownership on, Stevie. Even on even on a big slate, I just want to see are any of these guys going to creep up to that twenty percent range? I'm just not playing chalky teams. Period. Like I'm just not doing it. And I think if these guys creep up to those type of numbers on such a massive slate, I think it's in everyone's interest from a tournament perspective, a game theory perspective, to just find other teams in outstanding spots. And we're about to talk about two games that have massive totals with a ton of bats. So let's keep moving along here. Baltimore at Texas. We have an 11 total here in Texas. Dylan Bundy against Drew Smiley. Um, any interest in either one of these pitchers? No. Yeah, I'm with you. That's, I kind of bunched them together so we could keep moving along here. here let's talk go. Baltimore bats. Um, Smiley's been awful to lefties, to righties. A lot of hard contact, a lot of fly balls. 
my boy Alberto, my boy Mancini, my boy Nunez, my boy Severino. These Baltimore bats might not be the best thing in the world, but these dudes crush left-handed pitching, and Nunez has just been a print factory against lefties this year. Oh, and with his price being where it's at, like nobody plays this guy when he's priced up. And um, I know he's a little bit cheaper on Fanduel, but I'm just gonna keep on attacking this, you know, Baltimore offense. Yeah, man. Uh, because I mean, look, see, here's a team where it's just a nice mix. You get Hansel Alberto at 35. Uh, you know, he's a guy you can plug in there. Uh, you know, you get Mancini's 5K and Nunez is 4,900, but nobody else on the team is really, really, really priced up, Stevie. I mean, you got Broxton at 37, Dwight Smith Jr. at 45. Uh, you know, I think, you know, that's the way you can you can make this team affordable. You, you can still play your two studs and then build everyone else around them. Uh, VR is 4,800, which won't break the bank too much. I mean, you know. Severino, 38. I like this team today, man. I definitely think they're going to send a few out of the park. So I'm with you. And, and you know, you got a good balance between cheap and, and, and stud, stud offense. So I, I like them a lot. Um, What are we looking at here on Texas? You know, Texas is kind of in, in a similar boat to me, man. Um, I feel like Joey Gallo – and obviously he's hitting everybody. So let's just say that he's either hitting everybody with a home run or he's striking out. But isn't he on it, the IL? Didn't he get hurt? Yes, he did. Thank you. And I'm sitting. It happened over the weekend. We're, yeah, we're, yeah. Really, we're excused. I'm, I'm still looking at the. I'm sitting there looking at the IL. But sorry about that, people. Thanks, Stevie. It's all good, buddy. Uh, it, it happened over the weekend. We're excused. That, that's my rule. If, if somebody goes on the IL and we mention them on accident, we're perfectly fine. I just I get the text alerts that when when players go on the IL, when moves happen, and I just saw that one this weekend. Yes. Yes, yes. Anyway, this team top to bottom. Two, I like Mazar here. I, well, you know my boy Hunter Pence. Plug, just plug in Hunter Pence right now. Uh, it's probably leaving the yard. Uh, just been playing phenomenally. As Druble, Guzman, I know Odor's been striking out a ton. I, I think you get exposure to all these guys, man. Um, if I was playing one team, would I have these guys? I probably would. Um, definitely, definitely think this is another premier spot for offense. Uh, can't say enough about the Texas. Rangers. Yep, like Texas is a lot as well. I think that's a good spot to target them. I do like the Pence call. Um, if the Shields cracks the lineup, you know, he was the one that got called up with Gallo going on the IL. He's really cheap um, if he has a good lineup spot. Mazzara is pretty cheap still. Not having the greatest season, but, you know, Dylan Bundy is a guy that has the strikeout stuff against righties and gives up a lot of fly balls to lefties and doesn't have a big strikeout rate. So you can really target both sides of the plate against Dylan Bundy. Boston at Kansas City. We got Eduardo Rodriguez against Glenn Sparkman. Eduardo Rodriguez is a minus 194, and the Boston Red Sox have a 6.13 implied total on this slate. Um, they're expecting them to score a lot of runs. Uh, any interest here in Eduardo Rodriguez? Yeah, I, I like Erod, man. I think for the price, you know, and, and you know, with the way it's looking, I feel like you maybe you want to uh, kind of take this approach today and stay in the mid range. I think he's one of the guys. 
Uh, we might have some weather concerns. We'll see. Uh, not, not exactly sure, but if this game goes off without a hitch, uh, I think Erod is, is squarely in play. Uh, should get the win here if he can get through. You know, enough innings clean or or as clean as possible. Maybe give up two or three. Still have have the K rates. Pick up the win. I think I think he'll I think he'll be able to put get you across the finish line with twenty to twenty five fantasy points. Yep, uh, I like him as well. I like the price. I think he's certainly another guy you're looking at um, in this price range. You know, Kansas City. I've talked about it a lot this year. They they struggle against left handed pitching. So. I do like Eduardo. Um, I do not like Glenn Sparkman on the other side of this game. I, I think <laughs> I think that we're going to see a lot of this bullpen. And man, oh man, I love I love picking on the Kansas City bullpen. I think I think Boston's the top stack on the slate. I, I know we've talked about a lot of offenses today, but with their ability and their upside, I think Boston's the top stack on the entire slate. You're not just being a fan, are you? I'm just nobody. Kidding. No, <laughs> like, all right, you know, let, let's look at it, right? Like, you know, this bullpen is absolutely Ooh. terrible. They have one of the worst XFIPs in baseball. Uh, they allow a 40% hard hit rate, just the bullpen alone, which you remember, our best friend Ian Kennedy is in that bullpen. So, um, oh, yeah, this is just a spot. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the party. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we'll get a little of him today, too. So, you know, this is just a spot that I absolutely love, um, the Boston Red Sox. Um, I definitely, out of my three to five teams, will have uh, a definite one Boston stack here. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I. <sighs> you have to play. Okay. You don't have to play anybody. But realistically, Stevie, when, when you're talking about Sparkman, Combination of the bullpen. I view this just like I view Detroit. It doesn't matter who's starting. It's all about who's coming in behind them. I mean, Matt Boyd, as good as he's pitched this year, Stevie, just the bullpen's awful. So I, I'm with you, man. I, I like Boston. My boy, you know, our boy Devers, man. What, what, what about him this season, Stevie? I mean. Let, just just take a minute and take a victory lap on your boy. I remember a podcast maybe a couple months ago, maybe a week and a, uh, a month and a half. You're like, man, you know, Devers is hitting the ball well. It's just not leaving the yard right now. It's coming. It's coming. And lo and behold, I mean, just, I think it was maybe a start or two after that, man. This guy just went on a tear, and he's still hitting the ball really well. I, I like Devers today. Can't, can't say enough about what he's done. Uh, and if the rest of this offense can really get going alongside of him consistently, uh, 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 look out. Uh, th they're going to be just back to scoring six to ten runs a game really like this team yet again. Yeah, eventually, like, Mookie Betts is going to get going. This guy's just oh, too yeah. good, like, to, to be – I don't even think like necessarily slumping, but yeah, like yeah, I, I I don't have to take my victory lap on Devers. Everybody knows that I was right. Um, so you know, yeah. <laughs> he was hitting like two oh six at the time or something like that. So anyway, Listen, uh, one last thing, man, Mookie's going to get this thing turned around. We saw Paul Goldschmidt go through this pretty much something similar last year, and I think by the end of the season. His, his, his bat, batting average was still right where it would have been. Uh, he just went on a, a massive tear. So, you know, I just want to plug that in. Like, don't hop off the Mookie train. It's coming. 
Yeah, I like JD a lot too. 5K for him um, in a spot that he should be like 5,600. Uh, don't really like any of the Kansas City bats here. Is there anything standing out to you on the Kansas City side of things? Oh, man. You know, Kansas City is a team I've been playing, but just, just not the time to play them today. Uh, Going to be a complete fade. Yeah, Eduardo's good at holding on runners too. So, yeah. you know, yeah. some of the upside that you're looking for for Kansas City, a little taken away by that. Cincinnati at St. Louis, Luis Castillo against um, Genius, Guinness, Guinness Cabrera. Um, Castillo is a 114 favorite. Uh, any interest here in Luis Castillo? I do have a little interest in Castillo, man. I, I just, Steve, I like what he's been doing. And because I, I, I've watched the pitch a couple of times, man. And, and yeah, look, none of these pitchers this season are going to go out and have a massive performance every, every day. But I just I like what he's put together. And when you look at this team, is he going to face a few lefties? Yeah, but guess what? Really doesn't matter. The only thing that's really, really kind of out of whack is he's walking the lefties a little bit more. The ISOs lower the lefties. Uh, the woe was a little bit higher. Average exit velocity is about the same. Hit distance is a little bit lower. The only thing is he's walking them a little bit more. Other than that, uh, Castillo's been he, he's been great this year, man. So uh, you know, when, when we're looking at pricing and we get a chance to play him at, at what I would consider a, a touch too cheap, just a touch at 10-1, uh, I'm all about it, man. So I, I like him today. I, I think he's going to be just fine. I love his upside. He's facing that right-handed heavy team, and, you know, he's just a guy that can go out and have dominant games against right-handed heavy teams. So I certainly like this spot for him. He's certainly somebody I think you should be considering in tournaments today. Um, has a ton of upside against this team, just a, a bunch. So, um, certainly like him. I'm man, I'm tired. Genesis Cabrera, um, on the other side of this game. Oh man, <laughs> um, any interest in him here? Uh, absolutely not. Yeah, doesn't grade out as a great pitcher. Um, didn't do too bad in his first start, eight and a, 8.1 against Philadelphia. Had five strikeouts, only allowed one home run on three earned runs. Um, but, yeah, I'm not going to play Genesis Cabrera here. Certainly like Senzel, Suarez. Uh, Puig's numbers are finally starting to come down against lefties. Puig's a guy that's a lot better against righties than he is against lefties. Um, what are we looking at here as far as Cincinnati bets? Well, I'm not all in on Cincinnati. And here's why, man. I just – there's so many other offenses out there. I think he's. I think they'll be fine, but I think if I'm playing Cincinnati, like you said, I think I'm taking a Suarez in anticipation that he sends one out of the yard. Same thing for Senzel. Uh, same thing for Puig, possibly. I think that's the way I approach it, man. Uh, in terms of uh, a stacking, you know, I don't want to stack Cincinnati today. I've just got too many other teams on the list. Yep. Um, I really like the price on Suarez. 4500 is a slam dunk type of price. I think he's an excellent one-off. Um, I think Senzel's like a, a one-off as well. Kurt Casale, another one-off type catcher play. I, I use Cincinnati more as one-offs today. I'm not going to yeah. probably have a Cincinnati stack today. Nope. Uh, as far as St. Louis goes, um, I don't see myself picking on Luis Castillo on a 15-game slate, but if I was going to do it, It'd probably be with one of the top four guys. Absolutely. Uh, I think that's the way you go. 
But I, I think I'm gonna fade St. Louis today, man. And and, and I, I think I'm gonna be right about this. I, I feel like I'm gonna be right. I think Castillo's the play, not St. Louis, and, and that's the approach I'm gonna take. Dodgers, Diamondbacks, nine and a half total. Ryu against Taylor Clark. Uh Ryu's a two fifteen favorite on the road here. Um, any interest in Ryu? Oh boy, I like him, Stevie. Um it's just the price today. Is he in play? Like, absolutely. The guy, I mean, Leo, uh, Ryu, excuse me, has been lights out, man. Just just lights out. I just, it, it's going to be tough for me to play any pitcher above 11K today. And, that, and that's my only concern, man. I mean, I love Snell. I love Ryu. I love Strasburg. I've kind of given out my thoughts on it. I think the only way I can play them is I've got to play Miami or or – or, or a lot of cheap one-offs. And, and so you can get away with it with Travis Shaw and a couple other guys. I think that's the only way you do it. Um, love him as a pitcher. But for tournaments, I'm just, I just don't know if I can do it unless I'm playing a lot of cheap bats. And I'm, I'm really afraid to do that today. But in terms of overall skill set, what he should put up, I think he's going to be fine. Yeah, I still think I end up with like a Snell or a Strasburg in cash games. Uh, I don't mind Ryu for tournaments. Um, my issue is just this team is a very good contact team against left-handed pitching. And oh, yeah. when I'm looking at a guy at 11-3, I'm certainly concerned about that. But that's my biggest issue with him. Um, I think he's put together a phenomenal season. I think he's been a top 10 pitcher in baseball this year. I don't think anybody can realistic, realistically argue that. Um but, yeah, I think that's my biggest issue here. Roof's going to be open, uh, a team that has really good contact numbers. I'm not saying that I won't have exposure to him on one or two tournament teams uh, throughout the sites, but he's not my favorite pitcher up here today. Yeah, and I've been playing same. him a ton. Same, but, I mean, listen, I, like I said, I like him a lot, man. I, I like him a whole lot. But, uh, but yeah, I, I'm with you. He's just – I don't like the price enough to play him over a couple other guys. Uh, Taylor Clark on the other side is a guy that is a pitch to contact guy and he's facing the LA Dodgers in Arizona with the roof open. One of the reasons this game has such a high total is because of the Dodgers bats. I'm going to pass on Clark and Hey, let's, let's load up on the Dodgers again. Yeah, let's do it, man. Um, they didn't put up as many today because you know, listen, they had strikeout King Robbie Ray in the building. Uh, but, but overall, man, you know, you just, we, we know the Dodgers should crush here, uh, top to bottom. Uh, are they expensive on DK? You you already know that story. Yes, they are. Uh, you know, we've got uh, Bellinger at 58, Jock at 56. I mean, God, Kiki's finally priced up. He was in that 3K range. He's 41, but that's still not as much. Uh, Seager's at 47 now. The prices have come up. Muncie's 53, but, you know, I think I think you'll kind of have to piece this team together if you want to play them on FanDuel yet again, though. Uh, they're still priced uh, to, to where you can get them in. Muncie only 38, Kiki 29, Justin Turner 33, Seager 35, Jock is at 38, Bellinger uh, 46. So, you know, you still got enough wiggle room to get them in. Corey Seager's warming up at the plate, too. Um, he's a guy – you know, the home runs, we were waiting, 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 and they have just started. Um, you know, he's had four home runs now in his last, I think, 10 games. So 
you know, four home runs all the way up until the last 10 games and then four home runs in the last 10 games. So um, Seager's warming up. Certainly like Seager. Love, love the Dodgers. Uh, like I said, I, I really like the Dodgers stack today. I think they're certainly a team that I, I want to use a team on to, you know, roll out a stack there. Uh, any interest in the Arizona side of things here? No, oh no, I'm just not worth it today on such a massive slate. Yeah, I don't think I'll target them either. Like I said, I think Ryu's been a top 10 pitcher here this season. Um, Oakland, Oakland against LA, taking on the Angels. Eight and a half total. Frankie Montas against Griffin Canning. Canning, a 126 favorite. Uh, Frankie Montas has been really good this year. Any interest in him here? Uh, slight interest. Um, you know, he, he didn't put up a, a good start against this team. Uh, so, you know, I mean, listen, he had a good start the first game. This last game, not so much. I think on one pitcher sites, I think I, I won't play him at all. Uh, on two pitcher sites, I still don't think I'll play him. I, I don't like the price. I, th- I think 10 4 is too much. If Frankie was 8,100 today, squarely in play. But at 10 4, I, I think I'm just going to be on the fade train with him. Kind of where I'm at. Uh, there's a lot of pitchers that I like on the slate, and when I start narrowing down my pitcher pool, I think he's going to be a guy that I narrow down. You know, Otani, Calhoun, they got Goodwin in there, Listella. They're not a really right-handed heavy team like they once were. Um, Montas has been striking out lefties a little bit more, but lefties do get to him more than righties do. Uh, much higher ground ball rate against righties, so. I'm going to probably pass on Montas here. I don't think he's a bad option. I just think that there's better options on this slate. So that's kind of where I'm at on him. Um, as far as Griffin Canning goes, you know, he's a guy that I've played a lot this year. I think he's a talented young pitcher. Uh, I don't know if this is necessarily the slate that I use him, but I don't hate him. Um, I, I do think, and I've said this a bunch over the last month, I really do think the Angels ballpark is playing more as a hitter's ballpark since they moved some stuff around there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and, and I mean, I, I think it's shown in, in their run production, Stevie. I mean, if you know, if, if you look at uh, the Angels this season, and, and I know we got to move something. I'm trying to make this quick, but how many runs do you think the Angels are averaging at home this season? Just right off the top of your head. Five and a half. Close. 5.22. That, that's what they're averaging this year at home. Uh, last year in all of 2018, they averaged 4.45. So, I mean, yeah, I, I think that the numbers speak for themselves. Uh, I, I think they're going to be just fine. I, I don't want to go out of my way to to target um, target Montas today, I mean, but but I do think a guy like Otani, I think he's a guy you can fire up. Obviously, you can play Mike Trout on any slate. Um, you know, so that, that's kind of where I'm at. I don't, I don't know if I want to stack the Angels, but I, I don't mind some of these one-offs, uh, you know, especially when you're getting uh, – Guys at pretty cheap prices. I think you know that's kind of when you look at it. Like Otani's thirty four hundred, man. No way he should be thirty four hundred. Uh, any Oakland bats that you like here? Oh, I, I like them, Stevie, but I don't love them. I mean, I feel like no. Nah, I'm just I'm not playing Oakland today. I'm I'm going to pass. Maybe maybe a one off with Olsen or Chapman, Piscotti. Chris Davis. I'm not stacking them though. I think I won off this team. It's kind of where I'm at too. Um, 
yeah, I don't see myself stacking them. I really don't see myself playing too much of this game, but this might be a game if we get a little bit better pitchers tomorrow that we look a, a little bit better at uh, or a little bit more at, focus a little bit more on. But we have a lot of good offensive spots today. As far as the Angels go, you know, you mentioned Otani being cheap, Trout, Always a top option, uh, but I don't want to go crazy here against Vontas. I do respect what he's been able to do this year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm with you 100%. Um, let's see here. Moving on, Houston at Seattle. Wade Miley against question mark because we really don't know right now who's going to start. I've seen four different pitchers listed as the starting pitcher for Seattle today. So really tough to tell you guys uh, the night before who's going to be pitching here. Um I'm I'm hearing Jonathan Meese, uh, you know, if you remember him from Texas, um, he potentially is a guy, you know, he was with the Mets as well, that could get called up for this start. And if that happens, you know, obviously the Houston stack will be very much in play, but really tough to say the night before because we don't know. Um, any interest here in Wade Miley? Um, I just don't like the price, Stevie. But realistically, Wade's been good this year. Like, I'm saying overall in real life and for fantasy in, in certain spots. I just – I don't like this price, Stevie. I mean, 8200 for Wade Miley? I, I just can't mentally I, – I, I don't have the mental fortitude to get over that hurdle. I just – I can't. I can't play him over Eduardo Rodriguez or Max Fried, who are both cheaper than him. So – that's my issue with Wade Miley today. Wade Miley has been a guy that's been a lot better at home this season as well. I've been playing him a lot more at home than on the road, but I'm not going to use him here. I do think there's a ton of strikeout upside. There's a ton yeah. of strikeout upside against the, the Seattle Mariners with left-handed pitching, but I just don't think I can pull the trigger here. Um, Houston bats, I kind of already talked about it. Just going to have to see who the pitcher is. If it is Jonathan Neese, uh, stack Houston. Load up on the Houston bats. Uh, what are we looking at here for Seattle, if anybody? Um, I'm fading Seattle today, man. As much as I love these guys, I'm just I'm not playing them on this slate. It's going to be a pass. I mean, E5 can hit with the best of them, but I'm just I'm just not doing it, man. Not not worth it for me on this slate. All right, last game on the slate. We got Philadelphia at San Diego. Jared Eikhoff, Chris Paddock, uh, seven and a half total. Paddock, a 168 favorite. Uh, any interest here in Eikhoff? I do have some interest in Eikhoff today. Probably the first time this season. And, Stevie, you already know why. He's going to face Greg Garcia and Eric Hosmer. And if he could just pitch around those two guys – I think he can put together a quality start here. So I, I do have interest in Eikhoff. In fact, Stevie, I think in this price range, he's probably uh, one of the better plays. Uh, like, I, you know, we talked about Wade Miley beat 8,200. I definitely play Eikhoff at 7,100 over Wade Miley. Is he going to give us some hard contact? Yes, he is. But I think for the price – um, I, I I think this is a good spot for him in a, in a in, in Petco and uh, and uh, with the amount of writings he's going to face, this should really help him. So I, I think he can he can squeeze his way to a quality start today, and I, so I like him. Yeah, I like the spot. I like the price. I won't play anybody under him. He's the lowest I'm going to go on this. <laughs> um, I do think there's a really good options in the seven K range today. 
but he's certainly on my list. I don't know where I end up on him. He's not pitched great recently. Um, no. And he did face a right-handed heavy St. Louis team recently. You know, they're a team that's been rolling. My biggest issue with Eikhoff right now is just the home runs. Uh, this guy's allowed 10 home runs in his last four starts after not allowing any home runs in his first five starts. So obviously, you know, the trends are going to tell you to be very careful with Jared Eikhoff today. I think that I think like a Snell Eikhoff team is okay, but I think a freed Tanaka team is better. Um, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Today. Hey, so. a- absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm with you on that, man. 100%. Uh, Chris Paddock on the other side, you know, it sounds like McCutcheon could be out, uh, for a while. <laughs> Hate to see that happen. You know, that's terrible, but you know, that obviously takes one of the big bats out of the lineup here. Do you have interest in Paddock pitching at home against Philadelphia? Uh, I, I have slight interest, but once again, if, if I'm not going to play Frankie Montas, I don't think I'm going to play Chris Paddock. I think, like you said, he's one of a mass, he's one of the mass multi-entry guys for me. I, I think he can be fine, but the, the story with Chris Paddock is the same thing with Luke Casey. More often, he's going to be in the 85 to 89 pitch range versus getting stretched out to that 100 to, you know, 103, 104 if he's rolling. So it's probably going to be a pass for me for that, for the price and for that reason. I have slight interest, Will, and it's just I think he's going to be low-owned. Um, people don't like paying pitchers against Philadelphia, and for good reason. You take out McCutcheon, you're worried about three bats. You know, Jay Bruce is going to be one of the guys that's in the lineup here. Uh, Philadelphia picked him up. He should get the start. And, you know, obviously that's going to add some strikeouts in that lineup. Obviously it's going to add some power. Um, but I like Paddock. I like him more than I like Montas. I like him more than I like Beaver or more than I like Beaver. And I like him more than I like Syndergaard. So um, Paddock is certainly on my list today. Again, you know, it's just, I'm probably not going to pay up too much for pitching today because I do think we have some really strong arms in the mid mid to upper tier range. So I, I I probably have at least one Paddock team today. Um, I, I do like the spot quite a bit and, to be honest, I really don't like the Philly bats. I, I think you could play Harper or Hoskins as one-offs in tournaments, or Real Muto as one-off in tournaments. But outside of that, I just I'm not going out of my way to play Philadelphia here. Yeah, man, I, I'm I'm with you 100. percent I I totally get it. Um, you know, we talk about turning a big slate into a small slate, and if you don't, you know, sometimes you have to move on those convictions. If you don't think a guy or a team is going to put together a massive score, and I, I don't expect either one of these teams to go big today. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm perfectly fine scratching this whole game off outside of pitching. I wouldn't do that. I would not do that. I would not do that. Do not do that. Play Renfro, play Reyes, play Machado. Machado's starting to warm up. I know I cause better against righties, but if this is really a thing, Will, this home run issue that I is facing right now, and none of the advanced stats are telling us why we've talked about this before. It's usually leaving pitches over the middle of the plate. And if you leave any type of pitches over the middle of the plate to Frenmel Reyes this season, it's over the wall. This guy is just straight smashing the baseball. So I don't think I would stack San Diego here, but Machado, Reyes, Renfro would be three guys that I would certainly have in my player pool today. Don't I don't hate it one bit. I'm with you. Listen, you can't you can't hate on my boy Reyes. You, you know, this is my boy. Um, Will, let's play the morning grind game, and then we're going to get out of here. I'll let you lead it off here. Give me a pitcher under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. 
Uh, you know, man, I, I think I'm going to go with the guy that is new to the scene, but I'm going to take my chances with the team that's struggling. Uh, give, give me Mr. Smeltzer at, for 7,500. I'm going to take Max Freed. I don't think that shocks anybody. Uh, give me a pitcher over 8K to score under 15 today. Man, um, I, I think I'm going with a guy that has burned the whole world. Give me Syndergaard. Let, let's see. Let's see if he's really bad. G give me Syndergaard today. All right. Um, I'm debating who I want to pick. I was debating already. Like, I think the easy answer is Wade Miley, but I am gonna go with Bieber. Gotcha. I like. I like that. I like that call. He could go for thirty, but. He's facing a team that's just been red hot. Um, over eight, over four K to hit a home run. Who's your expensive home run today? Man, it's so many. Man, there's so many. I'm gonna try to give the people someone that's maybe a little bit more off the beaten path. It's just hard to do. Give me Javi Baez, man, at forty six hundred. All right. Um, I'm going to take my boy, J.D. Martinez. I think that he goes yard today. Um, and I'm not being a bias. I really like Boston today. Um, under 4K to get two hits. Who's your cheap bat to get two hits today? As much. Man, I'm going to stick in this game. Uh, give me Ian Desmond at 3,700, man. I thought you were going to take my guy. I was going to be mad. Um, I'm going to take Alberto from Baltimore. I really loved him today. Love the price tag. The price tag's phenomenal. Both Fandle and DraftKings. Um, Alberto, very, very high consideration for me in cash games over there on both sides. Uh, give me a stack to score six or more runs, Will, to knock it out of the park before we get out of here. Oh, gosh. So many, so many, so many. Uh, da, da, da. Give me the raise. Oh, you took my team. I was going to say the Rays, too. Good pick. I like it. Um, I think Boston gets there. I, I really do. But give me the Dodgers. Um, I, I really like them as a low-owned stack today. That's going to wrap it up. Any final words before we get out of here? Keep having fun, people. Uh, let's knock it out of the park. All right. It's going to wrap it up here for Tuesday. We'll be back tomorrow talking some more baseball. Hope everyone has a wonderful day. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you then.